Hello guys, welcome to Run Planet 365 and today we're going to be talking about another question that I was asked and why do we need to do 80% of our running at easy pace and you know what is the whole purpose of that. Um, so that's going to be today's topic and uh, before I start uh, you guys can go uh, upgrade it on my Instagram um, at Run Planet 365 you can follow this podcast on there um, obviously that's where you're going to be able to comment uh, for each topic that you listened ask more questions and, and you know it's going to give a, a better feedback between the um, people that are listening and myself uh, so I figured it out it would be a great advantage for, for you guys to have and also for me so on Instagram run planet uh, 365 so you can find me there um, so anyways so let's get back um, very easy okay uh, and this rule has been out there for for a long time I'm, I'm not the one invented it but it's they call it the 80 20 percent okay um, meaning that whatever miles that you run that 80 percent of those for every 10 miles that you run eight should be easy and the rest should be, um, you know, workout miles. Um, and now the question to ask here is, you know, if, if if we are benefiting more from the workout days, why do we need? Why can't we just go and work out every day hard? And well, that's where this thing comes in. That if you were, to, and I've tried this before, if you want to go out and try to run hard every day. I want you to see how long you would last. Uh, you would not be able to last for a long time, okay? So you maybe would last about a week and then your motivation would go down and then your body would refuse to to uh, ultimately to run at the pace that you want them to run. Um, so what you need to do is 80% of your miles need to be done at easier pace. By, by running easy... 80% of the time, you give that uh, element of your body to be ready to go hard when it needs to go hard, okay? If you always, like I said, this comes back to the previous episode, if you always push the pace, then your body will reject and it will be afraid of running hard. And that's why you have to strike a balance between easy and hard training and that's where the biggest problem for all of us lies how to get that 80 20 percent okay now how do you structure 80 20 percent it can be different it doesn't really have to be 80 percent of the time all the time but it's it's a rough ballpark okay some weeks you, you know depending where you are in a season you can even be 90 percent easy 10 percent hard or sometimes it's all 100 percent in off season easy but then you get closer to the race days and last few weeks of, you know, specific training. And then that number changes to like maybe even 70%, you know, and then 30%. So it can change. It doesn't have to stay. But this is talking about an average up. If we averaged up all your whole one year of miles, we would make a decision or we would make a conclusion that 80% of your miles you ran at easy effort. And again, remember... It doesn't mean that you ran slow. You just ran at easy effort. So 
what the biggest benefits of running easy is that you become better at basically glycogen storage okay you become better at burning fat and that's the whole point the better you become the farther you can go and you know the better you're gonna feel with lower heart rates and that's the whole point uh if you're not well developed from beginning then maybe if you run marathons maybe it, it took me a long time i was not well developed aerobically in the early stages of my career and i try to run some marathons and I really suffered. I would be good for about 16 miles and I then I started running like seven minute pace. So I would, my goal was always to try to go at six flat and then I would start, you know, something would always happen around 16 miles. And at the time, obviously, I didn't, I couldn't figure it out. You know, I didn't know why, why was I so bad, you know, uh, for me, uh, according to my other times, I should have been much better. But I kept running something like 240, you know, my first marathon was 247. Then I ran 259, then I did another 252, and I was getting frustrated with this whole thing. I was like, so I basically took, you know, a few years of just running really easy, and I did a lot of volume, uh, and once I started getting into better shape, I was starting implementing some workouts, and that one year, I really went from 242 to 229, and that was my big jump. Honestly, it happened about, a, you know, one, one and a half years uh I, all I did, honestly, was just start running. Uh, I still look at my logs. I just started running like two hours a day, you know, Whether and I just did easy. Uh, my minimum was to run at eight-minute eight pace every day. If I did, if some days I felt faster, I ran faster. But in general, and that's what allowed me to really, you know, to see this big improvement. And the key probably for me also was the Sunday long run. I can look back in, uh, on the log from that year that out of the 52 weeks, I believe I did my 22-mile run uh, at least 30 times, okay, 30-plus times, if not more. So I really focused on every Sunday I wanted to get a 22-mile run. I, that was the most important long run of the of the. Well, that was only real long run, but that was the most important training of the week which allowed me to really, um, you know, become an endurance machine. And, and, and you know, those were, I believe during those two to three years is where I was able to switch uh, my fat burning from, from bad to, to really good. Uh, and that's when I started seeing the results, you know. So obviously I kept doing it. I kept doing it, you know. My, basically I said, hey, my easy days, uh, you know, even, evening runs or morning runs, I just at the time I said let let me keep them you know at two minutes to two twenty two minutes to twenty seconds per mile slower than my marathon pace at the time so which was at the time my marathon pace was best was five forty two so I just kept running like eight minute pace every day every day and then I'm working uh, I was working on other um, fast paces like the marathon pace and then I was able to get down to two twenty five so. But anyway, if I look back at the training, you know, that so and I calculate and it, and it did kind of show up where 80% of my miles were at easy pace and 20% were at workout paces. So it was like a perfect balance. Anytime that I went out of that balance, I, I really felt like my body was not doing good. So over the time, I just kept running, you know, I calculated, I just kept running easy pace and, and, and it didn't change that easy pace. It just, 
it just kept like you know I kept it there and, and had its purpose no matter even if my faster pace is improved I try to keep like at least that my easy pace was two minutes slower than my marathon pace and, and I've kind of nailed the sweet spot there that said hey no matter how good you get you're you know just move add the two minutes to your marathon pace and so if you get faster at marathon then you get you know you can you get two minutes um, so whatever so if you whatever that pace you have at marathon add two minutes and no matter what that was my easy day pace and I was able to realize when I slowed the things down, I was able to get more and more mileage. I was able to get, I was able to become um, stronger, believe it or not. I did not get injury. My bone development developed really good. Uh, I was not no longer getting any stress fractures or injuries. Uh, tendons became strong, you know, my capillaries, my VO2 max improved. Um, mitochondria in the slow twitch muscles I mean, really, all of this economy, everything started to improving where when I went to the marathon, I didn't no longer hit the wall. I was able just to like a machine go one way and then I was even able to pick up the pace after two hours. And I believe all of that was because I, I spent a lot of time running at low intensities. Uh, I spent because uh, that, that was the only way that I was going to get 100 miles a week at low intensities. Now, of course, you are not going to go and maybe some of you are, but not everybody's going to go and say, well, how does this have something to do with me? I can't do 100 miles. You don't have to, but you can definitely do more miles than you've ever done before. And you don't have to get injured as long as you slow down and you have a good form and you, you progressively improve. The, a lot of times the people have is people tend to um, rush things and they get injured because of dramatic changes and, and, and rush things and make mistakes. And that's why people get injured. I made a big mistake uh, first time going to Kenya. I didn't know anything about altitude those days. So I, I made a big mistake, you know, just going in and just treating it like same 100 miles first week, you know, like up and down hills. And guess what? I got injured. So I was still able, I had to stay there for two more months at altitude when everybody's running and I you know I was there was like the dream my trip of my you know I dreamed about this trip and I got injured the first week because I obviously didn't know at the time how I had nobody to look up to I had nobody to tell me I was my own coach at the time and I was not experienced as much so I didn't know so I had to learn all these things the hard way you know if only if I would have just arrived at altitude took it easy uh, for about a week let the body dictate, you know, I would have been so much better. The whole experience would have been wonderful. Um, so, but I get, I guess I learned the hard way. So same thing for you guys. Like, you know, if you're just running once a week, twice a week, three times, remember whatever you're running, you can always add that one more run, you know, five more minutes, 10 more minutes to each run. And you add over time, over time, and your body just builds. It builds stronger and it becomes more more stronger and you're able to you know next thing you know you're looking down one year and you're realizing that you're becoming really good and you know you're overcoming your own limits and and a lot of you actually you know that's that's uh relating to my other episodes where i said this is the pushing the pace from the bottom and a lot of you would benefit from this because you know, if you have higher heart rates and slow paces on your easy runs, this is the way to 
to get used to it. Now, remember, you don't always, you know, it's not just like you have to run slow all the time. I don't want ever people to think that all I'm saying is that you should just always run slow. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm always saying is that like you should run slow for the most of the time. But when it when it when it's time for a workout or a big workout, it's time for you to deliver. So you should be able to. And just because you still run fast once or twice a week, you don't lose that skill. Okay, and your all your easy days are there just you know that just to keep building all of these things that I said that are gonna you know um, benefit you as a runner in the long term because everything is for long term, long term. Even when I train my wife. She knows she has like two workouts a week and but she knows that you know every day when she goes 10 miles in the morning, four in the evening, she knows that those are, I call it, we have to fill close to 120 minutes a day and we have to do it over many, many years and it get, they get faster and faster with the same effort and that's why it takes such a long time to develop uh, as a runner. Obviously, again, she's somebody that's trying to become the best, you know, one of the best runners in the world. Obviously, so for her, you know, 100 miles is, is a lower end right now. And I've, I've built her from year one to this year. So year one, she was only doing about 50 miles, you know. So I've built her up to about 100 miles over, you know, last six years. So my my goal has always been to add about 10 miles per week every year uh, without getting injuries, okay. And that's been the hardest part. You know, sometimes I started adding little things like gym, all these little things, you know, like hills and things like that, 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 you know, you don't do it in the first few years as a runner. And then you start adding all these things. So it's definitely, but like I said, if I even look at her, most of the training, most of her training is easy. You know, 80% of her running is at, at you know, 75% and less uh, of the heart rate. Um, like I said, some people run at, um, easy running guys is considered uh, 75% and less heart rate. That's easy running. Uh, obviously we all going to have different paces for that 75% and 70%, but that's what co is considered easy running. It's easy. It feels nice. You're not working too hard. You're enjoying, you can have a conversation. Obviously in some people, the, the, the more fitter you get, uh, I remember once talking to my coach a long time ago and he's, you know, he said that hey, a long time ago he used to get in such a good shape back in the days that like even his easy runs started becoming like a workout almost. And that's where we talked about, you know, what happens when you get to that point where like your easy run starts like your heart, right? By the heart rate, by the easy run is easy, but mechanically and your legs and overall, you, you're starting to creep up into that moderate zone, you know? And that's what we once talked about. Well, what do you do? You should just slow down, right? I mean, if you slow down the heart rate, so it was another, I guess it's another topic for sometimes to say, but that's a good problem to have. That's, that's a problem to have where like, wow, your heart is well developed. You're, you're burning a lot of fat, so, which means good, you're, you, you're not going to hit the wall in the marathon. Like, that's the whole idea, guys. You know, the whole idea is that to know that to go to the marathon, that you, there is no wall. You're not going to hit it. If you, if you practice in training, uh, long runs and things like that, and you just know that you can go, there's different multiple ways to improve. Uh, but running slowly uh, is, is something so important. Uh, 
everybody should make a note. Uh, like I said, once you know, honestly, and not everybody has the heart rate monitor and you don't understand the whole concept yet, maybe all of it. But one of these fine days, I will show a video of everything, how I can, how you can actually calculate and how you can actually use this in training and things like that. But just remember, once you have your numbers, you know, like just say, hey, zone one and zone two, you know, you can figure out is all easy running. You know, one is the lower side of it. Zone two is the higher zone, but both are considered easy. And then you get that zone three, which is more like a moderate zone. And you get zone four, which is your threshold. And zone five is like your speed. So again, 80% 80, 80 should be zone one and zone two. And the next 20% can be from zone three to five okay and it doesn't have to be exactly 20 percent, but roughly and that's what what the model has been um you know focusing for many years it's been around for for many years but also what's very important is why we don't run hard all the time is because if you keep running too hard you know too often your body will reject um yeah your body will reject Mm, I guess it's um, the body doesn't if fears if your body at certain point starts to fear hard training you're not going to be good anymore you're going to be afraid your body's not going to be able to push so you have to keep I always say be excited in training so leave those two days a, a week where you know you're going to some way whether it's you know faster easier and moderate or whatever whatever you're starting but it's going to be your challenging day twice a week that you know that you're going to go out there and you're going to be able to push yourself and those, and you should look forward to those days when you start pushing the easy days and when you start you know like not running easy all the time then you start becoming this thing where i talked about before where you don't have any variety you don't have any like all your paces every day are the same you know so the better you get your paces will have like a three to four minute variety and you're going to have all kinds of things that you do every week you know speed tempo workouts but some but some of us have to get to that point it's you know it's wrong to assume that you can just jump in or you got 30 minute tempo run and 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 run you know 12 400s or do a fartlek or or go for a 20 mile long run you know, everybody can do these things, but you have to build up to it and you have to know, hey, if I do these things and if I get injured, then what's the point? You have sometimes you have to do the training just so that you can do the real training. So I always call this sometimes you got to be in this base mode for quite some time until you build the strong body. So when you do arrive in that, you know, workouts uh, we, uh, on a weekly basis, you'll be able to handle them and you're not going to break down and you're not going to get injured. Because I feel like if we do all the small things, you know, focus on running easy most of the time, you know, if some back off when it's time to back off, uh, you know, when you feel something, back off for one day, you know, fix that issue and then get out again. Listening to your body, don't be, you know, don't let your ego get in the way here too. Uh, your ego is the one that always um, hurts you in the long run. Doesn't matter if it's for easy runs or for hard runs. Sometimes your ego wants to think that you're better than what you really are, right? And sometimes it's a good thing, but 90% of the time that actually hurts your performance because then you don't even get what you deserved, okay? You end up totally blowing everything off. You end up getting injured. You end up just starting from zero, from square one. And this is a cycle that happens all the time, up, down, up, down, and you never really fully reach the top of the mountain, 
Versus if you looked at it and said, hey, I'm going to give this and this amount of months, weeks, years, and I'm just going to, I'm not going to like worry so much when the success is going to happen to you, but I'm going to do all the steps that are required to get to, you know, to success that I'm looking for. And once you get to that point, you know, you will know when it's there and you're not going to feel like you're rushed. Every week, you're just going to put the training that you're capable of. You're going to also get a response from your body. And you're going to say, hey, am I adapting? Maybe I'm not adapting. Okay, then pull back. Maybe maybe I'm not training too hard. Okay, then add another day. And so on, okay? So that's how you monitor. You monitor doing all these things on, you know, running easy. And you monitor these things by, you know, by your heart rate, not only your resting, your standing heart rate, not only your heart rate variability, but also, you know, your your heart rate during training, you know. Are, are you getting better with the same heart rate over each week, provided that the weather is, is, is you know, you're used to the weather, it's not like 90 degrees, you know. Obviously, all these things that take time, you know, record and say, hey, are you getting better? Every month, you should start getting better, like even by one or two seconds per mile or, or heart rate, something, one of the two have to get better. So I always tell people, I say, look, slow down. If you slow down, you can run a little bit more. And if you can run a little bit more, you can become more efficient. And that's it. So that's why we got that 80% of the kind of a you know standard rule, like, and then 20% hard. Because think about it, still 20% is pretty good. So even if you're doing like, you know, even if you're doing 20 miles, right? So even if you're doing 20 miles, you're still going to have to do like, you know, four miles are going to be hard. Okay, so that still gives you plenty of, you know, like maybe a tempo here, small tempo there, couple speed workout there still gives you like you know um that effort to be able to be fast and remember your your long run does not count in in in, in this in the uh 20% cuz your most of the long runs are guys are in the 80% cuz long runs are considered easy just because they're a workout itself but they're not they're if the pace is easy it's considered in zone 1 and zone 2 okay it, unless you're doing something in the last 2 months and specifically training for the marathon and we're trying to get like, you know, something fast, then that long run can go into zone three, which it does a lot of times. But most of the time, long runs are zone one and zone, probably zone two. So this considered the 80%, okay? So you have to look for the other, if you're running, you know, 20 miles, you have to look for those four miles uh, on, on some kind of, a, you know, it should be something challenging, like either hill sprints, uh, you know, whether you go to the track, you do a tempo run, you do a fart lick and whatever, you know, in like endurance uh, intervals. So that's where your miles are going to come. If you do 40 miles, then eight of those, um, right? I might do my math. Yeah. Then eight of those uh, can be uh, faster. If you do a hundred miles, then 20 of those can be faster. So just really make sure that you stick to the ratio. Okay. So anyway, guys, that's uh, what the whole purpose of easy running is. And understand that the more of it you can do, the more efficient you're going to become. Yes, it, you're also going to become better at the fast pace without sometimes doing the fast pace. But of course, you know, you, we, we as humans, we must practice running fast when we're ready and we must do it as often as we can without straining so it's it's hard running should not be about running as hard as you can it should be about making it look more effortless following good form 
good, you know, making sure in the right zone, good heart rate, you know, just feeling fluid and nice. So that's the whole point. So for those of you that always feel like you're pushing a little bit too much sometimes and you're not getting, uh, you know, maybe you're, you're violating the 80, 20 percent. Uh, ask yourself, why do you do that? You know, what can you do to improve? You know, don't just, you know, just try to ask yourself these questions. Why? What can I do? How will I do it? And I talked in this previous episode where I said, set, when you set out, go for a run. Make sure you write down, this will be the purpose of this run. This is how I'm going to go for how long. I will monitor either by pace, by effort, by heart rate. Okay, heart rate that being the most uh, effective way. Of course, there's another way, but lactate meter, but that's just uh, very advanced. We're not going to worry about that. But just heart rate monitor is, is, is as simple as it gets. It's all it requires. Just make sure that you stay in your, you know, 65 to 75% zone on all of the 80% of your of your easy runs. And then the other 20% you can get out of that zone for your workout days. And it's simple as that. That's the, that's the formula for you to be able to come in and do this weekly, week out and week, you know, every single week without burning yourself. Okay. Because remember, number one enemy for the body is if, if your body recognizes that you push it too much, it will not respond anymore. So the fear of the body becoming afraid of hard work, you never want to get to that point. I've gotten to the point uh, one of long, long time ago where I try to do some crazy workouts. I just try to push the body as much as I can. And I got to the point where I burned the candle. Uh, the race result was not as fast. I really just suffered with overtraining and in my body rejected anything running fast. It became afraid of it and, and took a long time to get back to that. So that's very important to why we should stick to this rule. So that way, it, this rule allows the 20% to be able to run fast. And the 20% is what's going to get you, uh, you know, fast. But you, in order to be able to do these 20% fast, you have to stick to the 80% slow. Hope that makes sense, guys. Uh, uh, so have a wonderful day. And you got yourself another episode here. And thank you for that question. Uh, this is the exact reason why we run uh, 80% of our miles at Easy Zone. Okay, please again uh, follow me at Instagram at um, RunPlanet365. Comment below from this podcast if you you know if you enjoyed this podcast. If you want some more questions about it, if you didn't understand something, and that way I can answer to you. All right, have a wonderful day. Bye.